Thank you for double-clicking your mouse tonight. You're listening to the Midnight Frightcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey everybody, and welcome to the Midnight Frightcast, episode number twenty-eight. How's it going, everybody? Good. I'm hey, gonna... hey, hey, hey! His labyrinth was horror. No, it was not. The it was horrific. Oh, it was wow, what was... it was. What it was built around was horrific. Now, see, as you can tell, we've already got a conversation going. We also have a, a laptop's volume going on over there. My fault. Um, Sorry. Let me introduce the guys here real quick. Obviously, we had a conversation going on right before we. <laughs> Started the cast tonight. Um, to my right is Josh. Yeah, I am to the right. Josh, be aware you are that, on video. I gotta now. do that hand thing every time. <laughs> and uh, if we go to my left twice, or to my right twice, or across the table, or across, the, across table. the table, we've got Greg the movie guy. Hey, what's going on? All right, so this is uh, our cast prior to uh, the Oscars. Yeah, we got some. Uh, some talking to do about some uh, Oscar-worthy <clears throat> horror movies that we want to talk about. We got a trailer we want to talk about that we just watched, and that trailer yeah. was for... Uh, yeah, The Strangers <laughs> Pray at Night, or The Strangers 2. Which, uh, do you want to read the... Uh, do you got the uh, IMDb thing? You know, I don't have the IMDb up for that one. That's okay. So... Oh, we don't have to really... Right. We don't have to read anything, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, okay. Well, I was. I, it's not a secret that The Strangers is like one of my all-time favorite horror films. Uh, I am a huge fan of that movie. Uh, watching the trailer that we just watched, yep. um, Greg said that he doesn't think it's going to live up to the original. That trailer's pretty. If the if the movie's half as good as that trailer, I think it's gonna be badass. I can't wait. March 9th is when it's uh, coming out. So two Fridays. Yep. And um, I don't know. I that trailer is is lightning. It's it's fucking awesome. I can't wait to see that movie. I would like a chance to de- to defend myself. Oh, defend, sir. Defend away. The shield is defender. Up. No, I I only say that because it is a sequel. I also say that because it is a sequel to a very, very successful, probably one of my all-time favorite horror movies. Yeah. Lightning does not typically strike twice in those situations. While it will probably be good, but think of all the emotions and all the experiences you you encountered with the original Strangers and how they set that up. Now you're going into exactly the same movie expecting the exact same things, and they're probably going to give it to you. Because that's what the strangers were built on. <clears throat> and the only thing I can see going against this sequel is the strangers was 2007. Yes, in that area, Somewhere it's like almost ten years. Ten years <clears throat> since the strangers came out, and uh, this is a sequel to a movie that is is a little older. And yeah, if there's anything that I would fault them for, is waiting so damn long. To make a sequel, they've been talking about making a sequel to that movie forever, and uh, I don't know if they just went through different scripts or different directors, people dropping in, dropping right. out. 
Um, and that's what took him so long. But yeah, if there's anything going against, against that movie, it's that. And that's what's tough, though, is like, here we are, we're almost a decade later, and they're trying to capitalize on that, because you know, why wouldn't they have done that beforehand unless it was a funding issue or something like that? Or it could just be like, they have to match the... Um, <clears throat> they have to match that first movie. It's got to be as good or better than that first movie, and it just took them that long to come up with something to 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 hit that. Right. I, they're going to have to come out swinging for, like, the ballpark but the, to beat the Strangers. That trailer is, it, like... It looks awesome. flashy, and it's quick, I, and... I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not going to be there in the seats right next to you, because you're goddamn right I'm going to be right I'm there. there. But I'm just... <clears throat> I, I'm I'm trying to keep my my level of expectation in check. I got you, <clears throat> Patrick. And when it comes to having the right music for a trailer, yes, they, they it hit it. With yeah, this um, it's Tiffany. Tiffany. You got a Tiffany song right? in it. But it's, 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 I, think it, I think we're alone now. Yeah, it's great for this. Yeah, um, there doesn't seem to be anyone around. Yeah. Uh, so the lyrics fit it perfectly, but it was such bubblegum music yeah. playing behind <clears throat> all this action going on in yeah. front of it. I, I just thought it was a brilliant choice for the for the music uh, on that. Now, um, is it something I want to see? I saw The Strangers. I really enjoyed that one. I think I'm kind of in the, the same ballpark as Greg in the sense of can lightning strike twice? Mm-hmm. Um, I certainly hope so because I really like the people in this one, uh, especially uh, Christina Hendricks, yeah, from Mad Men, yay. Okay, you have to. Is she from anything else? Because you have to know that show. No, she's to know that girl. She's actually in another movie coming out here, which I wish I could remember what it was. Uh, where they decide to rob a bank or something like that. The four women that robbed the bank. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I think she's in that one. <clears throat> okay, it's coming out. Is, so I think maybe she's getting kind of a. Is it a movie or a TV show? I thought that was a movie. Yeah, I thought it was TV. There's a TV show. TV. There's a TV show that's coming out with Retta from Parks and Rec, with two or three other yes, girls. Yes, that's that's, that's a TV that's show. A, that's a TV show. Oh, um, yeah. I don't so remember what it's maybe called. Maybe she's but... getting some sort of career boost yeah. here because it's been a while since Mad Men. Sure. Because here's the other thing I liked about that trailer. I didn't know any of the actors in that trailer at all. Not saying they're not known. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I don't know them. Right. Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman were two actors that are fairly well known. Exactly. And that's why a lot of those movies don't work for me is because if I know an actor and I know who they are, there's never a sense of danger mm-hmm. That it was not the, the, the case for that movie because they were in danger the whole goddamn time. Mm-hmm. Right. Um... But usually movies with those uh, bigger actors don't work for me because there's just no sense of danger. <laughs> Casting a movie like this where you don't know anybody, everybody's free game. So why are we laughing? Because uh, you were talking, but it was my face. Oh, gotcha. Oh, no, I was, you... I was actually ca- uh, laughing at Matt uh, Matt's comment. Hi, Matt. How's it going? Oh, is Keister on again? He is. Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. I thought he was editing. Read the comment. Well, he could be editing while listening. Read the comment. Oh, I'm committed. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Um, they're editing chills down your spine, I, you which uh, I'm super excited to see how that... Uh, and he says we're more that, interesting. Uh, yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> um, we appreciate your kindness, Matt. Christ, um, <laughs> i got to tell you that I completely agree with your comment there that Christina Hendricks is a goddess. Um, There's I mean, something I about redheads. I, I like, don't know if my wife is, like, even within your shot, I can't comment on that. I, if my wife is listening, I don't even care. She knows that I, I, I'm down with the redheads. 
My wife is afraid of everything that we're going to say, so she just doesn't she do just it. Doesn't She's like, fuck it, I'm not doing it. She's not doing it. Um, we should probably move on. We probably should. Um, but uh, yeah, trailer, let's real quick, uh, out of five. You, you seen that trailer? Four. Four? 4.5, uh, fucker. Out of five? Yeah. I gotta say four. Yeah, I'm going to see that movie. Uh, moving on? Should we move on? We can move on. Patrick's the guide. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Patrick. What are we doing? We're going to move on. We're going to uh, talk about redheads in Hollywood. Well, we could do that. We'll save it for next week. But instead, what we're going to talk about is uh, what we've been watching. Oh, we're going to do that segment next? Yeah, okay, we're going to cool. do that segment next. Yeah, I didn't have my notes out, so I should probably get that out. Well, I then, we're uh, going into the other Greg, thing. do you want me to start? or uh, If you would like to start, let's, let's establish a uh, how we're going to do this, because I've got let's, my usual list. Let's say we each throw in three... And Fuck. then we just kind of like blather the last ones out without giving much commentary on it. That's okay. a good idea. Are we, okay, uh, round robin. We're gonna we're gonna go around the table. Okay, we're gonna do it that way. Okay, you starting, Patrick? Sure. All right. Uh, go. There was a uh, Netflix movie that came out. Netflix original. Uh, I love rom coms. You guys know that. The world should know that. That I love the rom coms. This is a movie called When We First Met. With oh, yep. Or, uh, or, Adam, Not Adam D- Levine. Adam Divine. Divine. Adam Levine. Adam Levine. <laughs> and it just a cute little kind of Groundhog Day style movie where uh, a photo booth is actually what takes him back in time. Um, it's just a nice little movie to watch. In- entertaining. Nothing phenomenal. I think Adam Devine is a fine young actor from Omaha, Nebraska. What? What? Yep. Repping the Cornhuskers. Yep. So uh, I personally, that's on Netflix. I give it a 7 out of 10. That would have gone really well with our Valentine's Day episode. It really would have. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Greg. All right. Um, I, wow. <laughs> I am growing up, apparently. <laughs> I, I have to apologize. I'm getting on the, I'm on the back end of a cold, and so you caught something that was not, you were supposed to hear. That was your best Peter Brady impersonation I've ever heard. <laughs> And we've officially been aged. (laughs) So uh, last week, I I was blessed, absolutely blessed to have a four-day weekend. And it was glorious, and I enjoyed every minute of it (sighs) by watching movies. So I've got a wicked list, but I'm going to keep it uh, tight. I wanted – there's been a movie I've been wanting to watch for a long time. I saw it uh, when it came out, first released – uh, first announced on Facebook was the movie called Winchester. Hmm. Yes. Originally it was subtitled the houses that ghost built, which side note is the worst title I have ever. Is that really heard. the original title? It wasn't the original. It was like Winchester, the houses that ghosts built. That's fucking awful. terrible. Isn't yeah, it? Right. It's really bad. I think they cut that part because they were smart and realized this has gone off. <laughs> this is d- Yeah. <laughs> so good point or good, good kudos to them for doing that. However, this movie, yawn. <laughs> I was very not impressed with it. Um, the uh, The cinematography is beautiful. They they did uh, the nineteen oh six era, I guess you could call it, or the the year nineteen oh six, whenever it was shot. Uh, they did the era really well. Uh, looked very authentic for what I could say about the era from nineteen oh six. But um, the house was beautifully done. Um, Acting was good. I mean, it's got Helen Mirren, and I don't remember the guy's name, but he you'd recognize him if you saw him. The story was just flat. Hmm. Um, 
one of the biggest things in there was you're obviously you're going into the Winchester Mystery Manor, which is one of the most notoriously haunted houses in America. And you go in there knowing that, okay, this is haunted and they're trying to solve this mystery on these ghosts. And without giving spoilers, it's like, okay, you're going to solve this one about the rest of them. Mm. And they try to do it. And I I thought it came out really flat. So I was not very impressed with that. I've got a, uh, uh, blog post on it on com. You can see what my thoughts were. If you want to check it out, go on a $5 movie night or wait for it to come out on Redbox or Netflix or something. You'll get the same effect. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start. I'm hey, gonna start. But before you start, let's say yeah. hello to a couple of Jasons that have joined us. We've got oh, cool. Jason oh. Query and Jason Slaughter. Have both Jason who? Us. Jason Query and Jason oh, Slaughter. The Jasons. The Jasons. The Jasons. Uh, hi, guys. Hi, Jasons. Hi, Jasons. And, and, and speaking of uh, Jason, Jason Slaughter says Jason Clark is who you were thinking of. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jason. Yeah. <clears throat> and we've got uh, Jeff Schmidt joining us, asking if the different colored microphone foam covers each have a different flavor if you lick them. I know Jeff. You know Jeff? Yeah. Okay. He's friends with Matt. Well, hello, Jeff. The snozberries taste like snozberries. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm going to start with the the, the worst movie <laughs> Sorry, I think guys. I watched in the last week or so. Um, easily the worst movie I think I've watched in a while. Um, I watched a movie called Mom and Dad, um, which I know Patrick really? has seen. Um, oh. you, should we talk about Mom and Dad, Patrick? You know, that, that kind of bums me. <laughs> Why? You but you didn't like it. You liked it? I enjoyed it. Oof, we could smash your head against the table all night on this movie. Wow. My question is, where did you guys watch it? Because I want to see it. Well, I will give it to you because I'm the dumbass that bought it. So well, that's um, fair. I will hand it to you next week. And you can watch <laughs> Mom and Dad for free. Um, I dare you to get through it. Um, well, let's find out why you like well, it, Patrick. That's, that's for another time. I mean, uh, Nick Cage. I liked it um, because of Nick Cage. Is that for really? real? Believe it or not. Because he it allowed him to be fucking nuts. He's Nick always Cage. nuts. You want to watch nuts? Go but, watch. But but in this one, it didn't feel out of place. Mm. Um, I watched Mom and Dad. I called it. I hated it. Um, uh, it just felt like a, a movie that was like, wait, Nick Cage needs a project. And um, it came out of like left field. It's not. It's a reverse cooties. Uh, which we've talked about. Um, it's just, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to like even describe my hate for this movie. It just was the ending of that movie. Did you like the ending of that movie? Yes. How it just like it open ended, left it there. Oh my god! Just, I mean, they could sit there until uh, the kids will. F- I I don't want to give spoilers on it, but yeah, I, there's I no there's no character in that movie that I liked. There was no the acting was like awful and and is nick cage and then some other girl who was just a little bit better of an actor than nick cage uh, whose name i can't remember uh, who played uh, the wife yeah um i just sat through that movie wishing um i could stab my eyeballs out with a fork because that would have been a hell of a lot more fun hmm. so did it bother you that they never really said what caused it they didn't they said they did yeah they never said that it just it just starts and everything just goes out of nowhere and it, I don't know. the The best part was um, uh, when his parents show up, and then there, he's trying to kill his kids while his parents are trying to kill him. Right. I thought that was fairly entertaining, yeah. but uh, beyond that, that movie was pretty terrible. All right, so 
I guess I went in with low expectations, so maybe that's why I enjoyed it. I'm mad at myself For because sure. however many weeks ago we watched that trailer, yeah. and I was like, there's no fucking way I'll ever chase this movie, ever. I will never watch this movie. I don't. I have no interest. And then I and then you did bought it. Then you did. I'm going to start taking <clears throat> bets on the numbers of movies that Josh says is he's never going to chase I'm just so, and goes out and purchases. I'm just so yeah. weak. <clears throat> I work at a place, though, that the shit just sits in my face, and I can't just say no to it. So... You know, if you're at a job where shit is sitting in your face, yeah, maybe you should find a different job. Just flush that job down the toilet. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sorry, num- wait, 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 you work for Department of Sanitation? Yes. Let's go with that. Also known as... All right, my number Don't two... Don't say it, you fucker. <laughs> Speaking of shit, that. my number two is... <laughs> Village of the Dam, the original uh, 1960-something black and white British oh, nice. film with all the kids alien baby thing I, I i did it because it was on one of those lists of horror films that you should watch and i don't think it should went on the on that list it, it was a horror film i could have completely gone through my entire life without watching uh i got that through netflix dvd i gave it a four out of ten so you're saying it should have been nominated for an oscar <laughs> not at all not at all all right more like a raspberry yeah so i think we should it. we should take a, a moment and point out we have a, a new viewer, only because it's <gasps> my wife, and I'm going to get kicked in the butt if we don't. So, <laughs> Emily! Hi, Emily! <clears throat> All right. Next on my list, which one do I want to do? I did a bad one, so I'm going to do a good one. They're both actually good. But um, big hyped movie in the Marvel Universe, the Avengers series. I went and saw Black Panther. And I was blown away because Marvel is amazing, apparently. Um, 700 million so far. That it? <laughs> for now. For now. The, the, the CG on this was just unreal. Um, they have definitely taken, stepped up their game to a whole new level. Uh, Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther, fucking rock star. Absolutely awesome. One thing that really, uh, really caught my attention was the uh, the villain in this, played by Michael B. Jordan, did an incredible oh. job. Like that director likes Michael <clears throat> B. Jordan. He's cast him in everything he's done so far. I see no problem with this because he did spot on, incredible in this one. And I, I don't want to give too much away. Go and see it, especially in the theaters where you get yeah. the whole uh, big, loud, big speaker experience. Um, if you're disappointed, that's on you. <laughs> And if Josh goes, it'll be his first Marvel movie. Yeah, right? Ever. <laughs> I might even stay awake during it. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Uh, my, my next one's a TV show. I binge watched uh, straight through the second season of The Exorcist. Oh, wow. Have you seen that? Did you I watch saw, that I yet? saw the first season. I have not seen any of the second it's, season. It's... Uh, the first season I loved because it the the connection it had with the movie, which you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Yep. On um, the big uh, reveal, the second season focuses a lot more on, um, not just like exorcisms, but the the two main priests and building their story and and their characters and everything. And it's just so good. Those two um, are just so good. Uh, and again, there's a lot more. Um, you know the the demon and the exorcisms going on in it, and uh, John Cho's like really really great. Um, nice. I I'd almost say it's better. 
I'd almost say it's better. And if there's not a season three to that show, because season two barely got got going, they didn't. Fox mm-hmm. wasn't going to renew it for a season two. Um, so I have no idea if they're going to give it a third season. Third but season. Them, it, they could. The way they they ended season two, there's no reason that it couldn't go into a third season and uh, and 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 kill. It's right. It's you should if you have not seen it and you watched the first season, you should definitely take the time uh, to 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 get through that show. It's it's worth it. So Ew. that's mine. All right. Uh, the third one on my list uh, is another that was on that list of movies that I should see. And I don't maybe it was just a horribly bad list or maybe I read it wrong and it was movies that I shouldn't see. <laughs> <laughs> but this movie is called Pumpkinhead. Oh, I don't know God. if you guys remember this one from, I, uh, I don't even remember Lance when Henderson, it was, like yeah. 1980s or yeah, something actually, like I that. I watched that last October for our yeah. horror movie marathon. Did you? Yeah, I think I did too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fell asleep twice. Um, <laughs> I made it through it. Big mistake in watching this one. I thought it would be good because of the lead actor in it. What's his name Lance again? Hendrickson. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 You know, I've, I've liked almost everything that he's done, but not this one. It was just so He was horrible. the dad and mom and dad. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. Um, so I give this one, this was, this one was on, uh, Amazon. Yeah. Uh, you can get it through that. Uh, three out of 10. Oh yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it was, I, it was, it was bad. It's dated. That's it. It's dated. It's not just dated. It was just bad. Uh, I mean, yeah. a kid gets killed by a motorcycle. I mean, yeah, it could happen, but find a better way to kill the kid. <laughs> okay. You know? We're killing children here. Find a better way to do find it. A better, find a better way to kill, like, kill the children. Um, God, I have right. two. Oh, it's Greg's it's, turn. It's turn. It here. is my turn. Don't pass me Sorry. up. Sorry. Otherwise, I will drown you with my list. Um, what? I have a list of movies I can drown you with. Oh, because it's so long, like deep yes. and long and it's long and hard. hard. <sighs> Moving along. Um, on my my Friday, where <laughs> I watched like five movies straight, um, which was awesome. I watched a movie that I've heard a lot of good things about, and I've been really intrigued, especially since it picked up a nomination for Best Screenplay at the Oscars. This movie's called The Big Sick. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yep. Tom talked about that two weeks ago. Yeah. I'm very impressed by it. It's very incredibly well written. Uh, The acting in it is phenomenal. Um, I definitely check it out. It's on uh, Amazon. Now, how how much autobiogra- autobiographical was it? Because he's essentially playing himself. He is, yes. Uh, um, it's and it's about him and his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, I too saw it and thought it was really, really well done. But then I saw criticisms because people were saying, "Oh, well, you know, how it, he's basically just writing about his life. How much creativity went into it, or anything like that." So, uh, watch the movie because. Yeah. It- I, and, I don't know what else to say about it, you and, know. And you want to talk, talk about people with uh, rejuvenated careers. Ray Romano uh, has been doing a lot of movies lately as mm-hmm. well. And he was really good in this one. Yeah, I, I definitely appreciated his role yeah. in there. And I loved uh, Holly Hunter mm. in there as well. Yeah. Just you, you get sucked into it so easily. And I, I love that about movies. I love those ones where it puts you on the edge of your seat and you're like, what the fuck's going to happen? Yeah. yeah. So definitely yeah. check out The Big Sick. Now, Josh, we're over to you. Yeah, um, I'm having a tough time because I, I have two, but one was definitely better than the other. Um, uh, I watched on Amazon – no, uh, this thing called Tubi TV that I just found the other day. 
um, has a bunch of fucking movies that you can't find on Netflix or anywhere that um, I have streaming. So I watched uh, Adam Green's movie Frozen. Um, he's the guy that did that hatchet go. series. Let Not it. that though. Aww. It's this. Um, <laughs> These three um, college kids go uh, skiing for the, a weekend, and uh, um, they uh, uh, want to go one more time around up the ski lift and down the slope or whatever. And they um, kind of coax this guy into like letting him go up one more time uh, on the ski lift, and then the guy fucking forgets about them and shuts the the ski lift off, and they're stuck. On this ski lift. Just hanging there? Just hanging there overnight. And that's literally what the movie is. It's these three people stuck on the ski lift in the middle of a snowstorm, hmm. freezing to death. And they're trying to figure out how to get down and how to get out of the situation. It's the the a, another great example of, of minimal cast, like one location – and just uh, a great story, and uh, and the actors were great in it, and it's an easy, quick watch. Um, it's really, really good. And I don't know. This movie's older. It's been around for a while. I don't know how I have not seen it, um, but yeah, just found it the other day and was like, I got a. Uh, I'm on the the Adam uh, Green train right now. So where I, uh, where did you see this? It's on something called Tubi TV. Tubi TV? Is that, yeah. TV. Is that like a paid streaming thing? No, or? it's it's a bunch of free movies. It's just like Hulu. See, and I, it's like I, there's ads like you got to sit through an ad. Right. Um, but it's totally worth it. It's free and there's movies on there that you can't find on yeah. Netflix. Or, so like with my Roku service, there's like tons of those horror film things where you have to sit through ads in order to watch it. And it's older stuff and yeah. things mm-hmm. like that. Not necessarily the best stuff, but still you can find something decent once in a while. Right. Yeah, it's right. – um, it's a really, really – it's a, it's a, it's a great movie. So I will uh, – oh, my gosh. Jeez. Uh, I'll probably um, chase and try to find a copy of that because mm. Adam Green's really good about putting um, – making of the featurettes and stuff oh, on his stuff. Sure. So I'll probably chase that movie down and find it. Very cool. It's great. All right. So those are our top three. Uh, I'm just going to read off the last two that I had on my list. Uh, one is the uh, Greg will ears will perk up at the name of this one called dropping the soap. Um, this will jump across this table and kick you. <laughs> uh, this is a series on Amazon prime. Uh, it's kind of a, like a, a web series almost. Cause they're only like about five to eight minutes long. Uh, but it's about a soap opera type thing and it's pretty darn funny and then uh lastly i watched the descent part two which i thought was better than the descent i almost watched that last night uh and you can see that uh both of those um on amazon uh i gave uh both of them six out of ten okay i i started the descent to last night Mm -hmm. and shut it off about a minute in because i just was not feeling it okay that's fair. I'm intrigued, though. But I, I do want to watch it. I do want to yeah. check that one out because I like the descent, and that is actually the uh, um, the muse for our movie for this evening, ish. Kind of, yeah. Yes, I, I only say that because Josh said if you like the descent, you should watch. You should watch that. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> which I'm glad he did. All right, all right. Uh, your final list there. Let's take <sighs> us home, ish. All right, so I am. Looking for new TV shows to watch because apparently Netflix is taking away all of my TV shows 
and it's really upsetting me. So I uh, started watching The Punisher, <laughs> which I'm very into, uh, very, very much how The Punisher should be. It's so it's gruesome, it's graphic, and it's awesome. Absolutely love it. Um, started watching uh, the show The Good Place. Ted Danson, Christian I Bell. I love that show. That show is phenomenally hilarious. Yes. Absolutely awesome. Yes, and, and if you're not caught up with it, because I think they only have season one on Netflix, mm-hmm. season two really takes it to a, another place. A, a, a very good place. Yeah. Oh, okay. Excellent. Yeah. Um, I know I got uh, M uh, attached to that one, so we're definitely... Mm-hmm. Uh, attack, uh, we're into that one using my words tonight um, I came across this show that I've been wanting to check out and I just haven't pulled the trigger on it and one of my buddies uh, was telling me about it this week uh, before the weekend and so I figured what the hell I'll give it a shot Move, or that show is Shameless I'm getting no reaction have you guys watched Shameless? I have not seen it I know uh, I, I, there's a British version of it and there, of there is, is a uh the American version, of course. Oh, good Lord. It is dirty. Dirty, mm. dirty, dirty. Dirty birdie. <clears throat> yes. Um, along with that, I watched the uh, the remake of Cabin Fever. Ugh. Was terribly disappointed because it's a shot-for-shot remake. And even though Eli Roth was producer on it, it did not live up to or even come anywhere close to the original. Is Matt still on? Is Matt still watching? I love Eli Roth. Sorry, go ahead. He looked deep into your eyes, your camera. <laughs> do you feel do you feel defiled? <laughs> I watched a movie called Bedeviled. This is one that I'm constantly streaming across or uh, switching across when I go through my Netflix queue, and I'm very intrigued by it only because of the uh, the picture that they post when you look at the yeah the cover is pretty cool the cover yeah yeah. I was extremely disappointed with it because the cover basically gives away the best part of the movie. And I was very, oh, that's too bad. yeah, I was very, very kind of bummed about that. Um, watched the movie because I was in the mood for a campy horror film. I watched the movie Piranha. Yeah, it's fun. And I was very impressed. It was hilarious. It was awesome. It was everything that I wanted a campy horror movie to be. Is uh, it better than Zombievers? I don't know because I actually enjoyed Zombievers. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I'm ready to watch Zombies. Don't. <laughs> oh, oh man! Only because the name sounds fantastically terrible. Oof. Wow. <laughs> uh, and then last night, Emily and I were flipping through, and she had asked me about this movie or this TV show, and I told her let's let's watch it because it's a good one. The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Another fun one. It's a fun one. I do yeah. love Ellie Kemper. I love uh, Jane Krakowski in there. And uh, just I love anything that Tina Fey works on. So yeah, yeah, that's what and I got. That one, that one pushes the envelope too. How so? In in later episodes, it's it, it, mm-hmm. some of their jokes are like borderline questionable. I, I don't want to say questionable, but you kind of go, oh, I can't believe they took it there. You know that type of thing. I enjoy the fact that they do. It's so. it's Netflix, so I yeah. I I don't think Netflix holds back on anything. Yeah. And John Hamm is pretty damn funny in that too. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, yes, he is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, That's I don't, I don't have much. Um, okay. uh, real quick, um, I, I watched uh, – I, I recently um, acquired uh, Kevin Smith's Red State. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and because I have that, it made me want to watch Tusk. So I sat down. What um, does it make you want to watch? Well, Tusk? I was I was doing some writing, and I was like, so I, I like to write with shit on in the background, um, mm-hmm. with a movie playing in the background. And usually, it's I don't want to put on a movie that I've never seen because I'll watch it. So I usually put on something that I can listen to, and I just know what's going on. That's fair. So Tusk was playing in the background. So I I guess I kind of watched it. Um, so there was that. Um, on Friday, I went and saw Annihilation, um, which is the Natalie Portman uh, sci-fi fantasy mm-hmm. vehicle, if anybody doesn't know what that is. Um, was kind of bummed. It just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Mm. Um, what I write about that? Um, I mean, there's a couple cool moments, um, but I was I was overall just kind of bummed at, at what it was. She plays this biologist that... Um, uh, her husband goes missing um, into something called the Shimmer and um, comes out a year later and he's just different. And she gets, I guess, recruited to um, to uh, go in there with a, a group of other scientists and um, explore what the Shimmer is. And um, it's it's just, uh, I guess, it's just a movie that was not my cup of tea. It was, uh, there's a couple, like I said, cool moments in there. Um, I wanted more of those cool moments, and otherwise it was just kind of slow and boring. Yeah. Um, and I, I was bummed because I was really excited to see that movie, and just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. So, um, Saw Annihilation. I, I'd still recommend people go see it. It was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. It just, it, it might be other people's thing. It just wasn't mine. Um, and then speaking of uh, campy movies, um, I started The Descent 2 last night and just didn't want anything. I watched our movie uh, for the night yesterday, so I didn't want anything. I was over the darkness. Um, I didn't want anything too dark. Um, I wanted something kind of campy. So um, I watched a movie called uh, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Yes. Up top. Yes, um, up top. It, uh, it's not as good as Cooties. Which is the second time I've mentioned cooties in this podcast, but it's still a shit ton of fun. It's a lot of uh, fun. It has those moments, and there's still that moment where uh, they're jumping out the window. Uh, See that one? That's the one that (laughs) and 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 the kids holding on to the old man. Um, Uh. I laughed. I've seen that movie so many times, and I sat there and laughed hysterically still at that part. And it's really like beyond painful to watch, uh, but it's fucking funny. And um, uh, just that. Go ahead, Greg. You know what I'm talking about, though. Right? I know. I know yeah. exactly yeah. what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. I, I'm still kind of flabbergasted by your comment that Cooties is better than Scout's Guide. Yeah, I think it's way better. <laughs> I think it's I, better. I, I, I think. Had, I agree f- with them. Oh, I think Cooties I, is better. A, I mean, it's close. The movie is not way better. The movies as a whole, if you look at them, I, I just think. Cooties um, is much more complete than than uh, Scout's Guide. Uh, there is that part also in uh, Scout's Guide where the uh, the group of um, zombies is chasing them out of that police station, and the one cop gets caught in the fence. Yep, and uh, the kid goes back. <laughs> um, he just he's kind of zoned in, and then he starts to run, and he goes back. Um, it's little things like that, though. Like I'm just like that was fucking that was pretty funny. Yeah. So um, I just wanted the movie that I could kind of. Um, watch but again not watch last night and um that was my pick i almost so. want to go head to head with you guys and and do a debate on cooties versus scouts guys if you know, anybody that, fucking that, watched this podcast i'd say let's do a poll if you've seen scouts guide and you've seen cooties which, which one was better you know but that could be a topic for another 
another, another podcast, another podcast yeah, yeah. where we debate which one's better. I, yeah. would, I would like to do that because okay. I think Scout's Guide is far better. Okay. All right. Maybe not far, but okay. It's, it is better. Those movies are, are close. I just think Cooties was. Yeah. Um, Okay, yeah, so I, I know they're they're not on the same level, but on the on the same level of um, horror comedy, Cooties or Dale and Tucker versus Evil. Oh, uh, see, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. My bad. Yeah, Let's switch Tucker him. and Dale versus um, Evil. As far as comedy wise goes, I Matt, would say you suck. <laughs> what does he say? Matt said Cooties is better. Okay, but he's false. He's he's Matt wrong. never agrees with me on anything. So take that. <laughs> um, and uh, and and that I would say funnier wise or comedy like more like comedy wise, uh, uh, Tucker and Dale versus Tuck, Evil is better. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I would agree okay. with that. Okay, I forgive you this time. So, All right, Scott's so, guy is still better. So that kind of wraps up uh, what we've been watching. <clears throat> so what we're going to do now is uh, we're heading into the Oscars this upcoming weekend. I'm going to look like a, such an asshole during and, this segment. And Josh is going to Josh is going to look horrible during this section. I might because, not even participate because of the three of us, he's the one that didn't do his homework that, that I'm <laughs> wow, aware of. Wow. Um, I feel like I'm in high school. Over but we're going to spend about <laughs> eight minutes because I'm looking at the time here. We're going to spend about eight minutes talking about because the walking dick is on in 20 minutes. And yes, you it watch is. It. And I've got to watch that. Um, but we're going to talk about uh, Oscar-worthy horror movies or performances in a horror movie that, for some reason, they have been overlooked. Okay. Because there have been. And with the advent of Get Out being nominated for Best Movie. Yes. Um, and the lead actor being nominated for Best Actor. Uh, it's been a while, because I think Exorcist was one of the last ones that was nominated for Best Movie. Uh, that was a horror movie. And that was, what, back in the 70s? Uh, and, I can tell you. And Greg's got it up on his laptop there, checking to see if and there had been any others nominated for it. See, I can. I'm already. I'm looking at a list, and I can already tell you. I would have mentioned a bunch of these, right? And just look like a real fucking idiot. <clears throat> 1973 was The Exorcist, right? And was that the last one that was last horror movie that was nominated for? Did not a, for not, for best movie. Not unless you count Jaws. You, I would argue, you could count Jaws. I would have said Jaws. I didn't yeah. know. And, and there you go. Yeah. I just so then like Jaws would have been the last one then. So um, so I'm just going to – I'll go ahead and start with this. Um, I'm just going to throw out what some movies that I thought uh, could have been nominated for best movie. Could have been. Um, starting with Interview of the vamp- uh, with a Vampire mm-hmm. in 1994. Um, Let the Right One In, 2008. That's a good choice. Believe it or not, Blair Witch Project. And I know why it would never be, but I just thought it was a groundbreaking thing to it's happen right. yep. that maybe it could have been nominated for something, if not for best movie. Mm-hmm. And it sparked like a whole a genre. Yeah, it really did. I know there was some found footage prior to that, but it really did uh, that. Uh, the Shining, 1980. That didn't get nominated? Was not nominated. Well. Psycho, 1960 something. Was nominated for something. It it was nominated for something, but not for best movie. Not best movie. No, right. it was best director, best supporting actress. Yeah, I mean, it, it, uh, it got cinematography, art direction. Um, Psycho. I just said you Psycho. Said the Omen, nineteen seventy six. Alien, nineteen seventy nine. Mm-hmm. And Split, two thousand sixteen. That's a good choice. 
Did it get a nomination or you're listing ones that aren't getting nominated? These are ones that, as far as I know, have not been nominated. I should really be paying attention. I apologize. So, There's no fucking way that got nominated and, for Oscar. And th- those are the movies. I mean, I have a list of actors, performances and stuff like that as well. But I thought we'd touch on movies first. Okay, that's fair. Um, just kind of flipping through this list here. Uh, Silence of the Lambs was uh, nominated Best Picture. It was nominated Best Picture. And won. And in one. 91. Yep. So depending on where you count that, I I have a hard time calling that a horror movie. It's way more drama thriller. Than yeah, horror. but with the, with the, yeah. I mean, there's cannibalistic tendencies, but I don't think there's enough to really, like, I would, I would consider. But then, you, but then you couldn't consider Get Out as a, as a horror then as well. And I really don't. See, and, and I kind of put it on there, that horror thriller. It's, it's on the fence. List. I would, I would yeah. put it on the fence. Yeah. I would put silence of the lambs more thriller like if you're talking um what was the sequel hannibal was it hannibal there was hannibal there was red, red dragon, dragon was a prequel prequel i would call hannibal a horror movie because okay. that was gruesome yeah it was pretty grody that was that was gruesome compared to silence of the lambs yeah um let's see bram stoker's dracula mm-hmm. was listed on there as a good one both Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values. There's no fucking way those got nominated for Best Picture. For not that, no, 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 not Best Picture. They were just nominated. Uh, Adam's Family was Best Costume nominee, which I, yeah, I agree with it. I, I thought the Adam's Family was one of the best cast movies that I have ever seen. Um, I forgot where I was going with that. I don't know. <laughs> Crap. Nice. <laughs> uh, Josh, what do you got? Um, I've said I'm going to look like a real fucking asshole, but here we go. Hey, join the club. Uh, hey, Greg, um, drop your hands so we can uh, see Josh. Um, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> the, the Phantom of the Opera, 1925. Uh, that's going way back. Um, I was, uh, that's on the list. Um, as far as uh, sparking a whole like genre and a whole just uh, mm-hmm. wave of like um, uh, just like re-sparking mm-hmm. horror – I would throw in uh, Scream. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Again, it's not Oscar fucking worthy, but if, if we're talking about movies that are like sparking, like like re-sparking like the horror genre, mm-hmm. Scream was one of those movies. Um, uh, <laughs> I really wish I would have done my homework. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we look really good right now. You know what though? It's a, a, a Patrick n- uh, named a, a few though, like that I disagree with, like. I agree with the shining. I mm-hmm. thought, you know, um, uh, like Shelley Duvall, I feel let like the right have, one in. I totally, should have been nominated for a best supporting. I'm sorry. Right. Sorry. Let the right one in. I totally agree with that. That's that was on your list. Correct. Yes. Uh, uh, fuck. Um, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I told I knew, right. I, was gonna, I knew I was gonna fucking fail right. in this segment. Nope, that's so. all right. You know, okay, so I'm gonna jump into performances since you just brought up Shelley Duvall yeah, for either ahead. supporting or lead actress. Shelley Duvall she was the only Popeye? Yes, as as olive oil. Cool. Definitely. Because that was one of the <laughs> biggest horrors I've ever seen in my life. Um Jack Nicholson for The Shining. Uh was not nominated. Natalie Portman, Black Swan. Yeah, and I still think that's horror she thriller. She was nominated. I, I don't agree that it's a horror movie. I don't. I don't. I don't think she was nominated. Okay, but what Stand are you by. calling? I'm sorry. I'm going to be a dick for a second. What be are you calling a horror yeah. film though anymore, Greg? Like you say, that's not a horror film. She was but nominated. Does a horror film mean what? like she was? Okay. 
does a horror film mean you have to be jump scared every fucking 20 seconds? Does a horror film mean you have to have blood and guts and just like just crazy torture? Or does a horror mean uh, film mean just a very horrific, um, it's a very horrific uh, uh, like moment? You know, like Get Out is the he talks about the the horror in that film is is racism right and the the monster in that film is racism and again there's not it's not full of blood and guts right and there's not even jump scares in that movie mm-hmm. but i'd still call the element in that movie and what they're talking about uh, about very horrific so i would call that that movie a horror film and and i would give the edge to get out as more horrific than thriller of it does have both genres mixed in with it but you know you look at uh the Shape of Water creature feature. They they consider that a horror film. I think they considered King Kong a horror film when that came out. Like, yeah. There's a creature feature. They uh, you talked about Pan's Labyrinth. Just the 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 time period and what people were going through during that that time. That was very horrific. So you can count that again. Not full of blood and guts, but so okay. So based on though, like King Kong uh, back in the day, I I, I get it. It was probably considered a horror film. It was considered a horror film. I shouldn't say that. But you fast forward to like Peter Jackson's King Kong or Kong Skull Island. Do you consider those horror films? Those become adventure at this point. Yeah. And I think it's it's the it's a product of the time. I'm sorry. I'm probably covering your face up. I think That's it's fine. A, Nobody wants to see it anyway. <laughs> oh, we're in the wide shot. I think it's a product of the times to where a giant ape that bounces around an island isn't really considered scary. Where when you bring him into freaking New York Harbor yeah. and – post him up to however he was in the original King Kong, people are going to see that and be like, holy God, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. And yes, I agree with you that uh, there's horrific events and there's terrifying events and that could very well make a horror film. But to me, Black Swan, the story lives in the drama part. And yes, there are some horrific aspects to it, but I, I have a tough time considering a movie like Black Swan or even the shape of water a little bit as a horror film, because that's not what the basis of the story is. There's the elements that are in there. Like, um, what's the movie with Kathy, Kathy Bates, where she, uh, she hobbles the dude misery. misery, misery that I consider a horror film. Okay. Because that is horror. Like this guy is captured. He's held hostage. And this person is like, creepy on him yeah i consider that a horror film okay so a lot of it is just how how the scales tip in favor of the story for me anyways okay Um, i'm just curious obviously blood and guts and gore is gonna push it further towards the Mm -hmm. horror side jump scares are gonna help push it towards the horror side but it's films like get out it's films like black swan it's films like no not the wolfman that was uh films here we go sweeney todd I consider Sweeney Todd a horror film because okay. it's it's gruesome. Yeah. It's gory, but it's a musical. Yeah. So it's just it's how for me it's how the story tips. Okay. <clears throat> I'm, just, I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> I like to know. I like to know what people consider horror. <laughs> so. All right. Uh to finish my list, since we digressed just a little bit, yeah, but I sorry. didn't want to stop that conversation because it was quite poignant. Um, Mia Farrow, Rosemary's Baby. Do you say Will Farrell and Rosemary's yes, Baby? Yes, Will Farrell. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs, Jodie Foster. That would be a horror film. Yeah. 
Jodie Foster in Silence of the Lambs. Neither of them were nominated. Sissy Spacek for Carrie. Anthony Perkins for Psycho. Kathy Bates for Misery. Robert Shaw for Jaws. And uh, James McAvoy for Split. Mm. Yeah. Split should have been nominated. Split should have been nominated. I'm sorry. He got got shafted. Yeah. Pretty hard on that one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe people just aren't on that M. Night Shyamalan kick anymore that. Well, he already got I one. So. I, 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 think I know, but McAvoy should have been nominated. McAvoy should have been nominated. Yeah, he was really amazing. great. Yeah. I think Shyamalan's burned some bridges, and people are having a tough time. Possibly. I don't know. I, <clears> I, <throat> I still haven't seen it. I'd love to see it, though. I think I saw it come up on HBO Go. Yeah. What's that? Split. You've never seen Split? I have not yet. Dude, Jesus <clears throat> Christ. I'm going to send you home with so many oh, movies at my house God. next week. Um, From the group here that have been watching us, uh, Matt throws in Robert Mitchum in Night of the Hunter. I've never seen it. I haven't either. either. But we need to Matt, add that to uh, list at some point. Matt's kind of a. Uh, uh, now, now, don't offend. He's probably our only viewer at this point. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I was going to say something really, really nice. I just can't think of how to word it. So, um, he he uh, he he's a, he he watches a lot of the. I feel like he he's more of a classic horror <clears throat> film watcher, and can tell you a lot of. Uh, uh, these older films that I again I've never seen because it's not just it's not what I chase. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he could probably name a thousand movies that I have never fucking heard of. So he just right. face palmed. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, yeah. That 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 sounds about right. <laughs> All right. Does that end our segment? Does anybody else have? I got nothing. Anything else to add to the that? fact that Matt is still watching makes me go either his editing session right now is fucking incredibly boring, or uh, or we're just that that entertaining. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go with the first one. Is so boring. Just uh, one one last today. one last point of it, it's <clears throat> it's awesome to see uh, a movie like Get Out nominated, especially mm-hmm. for as many times as it was in this year's Oscars because it does show that you can put horrific into a, a class of best movie. Sure. And it's, it's, it's awesome to be able to see that because it's horror film feels like it's one of those genres that just, it's, it's kind of like, Oh yeah, we know you're there. Just keep doing whatever you're doing and keep people happy. And yeah, it's, it's like the, the ugly stepchild that's chained under the basement. Does anybody feel like Get Out was just thrown in there as a we needed ten? Not at filler all. Film? I don't think no. so. I really don't think so. Like I mean, it's that it's great. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying. I feel like it was one of those movies that was kind of shoved in there last minute to fill out a, a ten. Well, like, and and I, I guess my issue is I haven't seen all of them yet, so I. In comparison to yeah. others, you know, does it belong there? Does something else not belong there? Anything like that? I, yeah. I don't know. But for me personally, when I walked out of the theater, I said, this better fucking be nominated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got you. So there, I, there are you go back and you look since they've been doing the the nines, the eights, the ten nominations for best picture. Oh, they need to cut it back to five. again. Exactly. You can definitely pick out the movies that are not supposed to be there. Yeah. And I, I don't remember what, what all's on the list this year, but this list has felt like it's one of the more um, accurate lists that actually yeah. okay. need to be nominated. Shape of Water is about to get <clears throat> fucked anyway because they're getting sued now. I, oh, I saw um, that. I saw that they were being yeah, sued. Great timing. Yeah. Pickles. Well, I mean, that's what they do, don't they? They wait yeah. till they make a ton of butt ton of money, and then they say, "Oh, okay, now it's worth taking the time yeah. to sue." Right. It's ridiculous. You know. 
So. Sorry. Anyway. All right. Well, that takes us out of uh, horror movies that should have been nominated or performances that should have been nominated. We have for nine Oscars. minutes to cover we, our feature. So you know Patrick what? Can go watch I, The Walking Dead. I can rewind <laughs> because I don't want to shortchange us on our next section, which yeah. uh, happens to be uh, uh, the, the movie we decided to review this week. I think this one was Greg's choice. Greg was. actually right. picked a good one. <laughs> Up top. High five. All right. Uh, High five. High five. <laughs> One more time for the camera. High five. There you go. Sorry, right. I didn't see our three fails. No, One more time was... for the camera was actually a movie made by Nate Kaluman in Omaha, but just saying. Oh, I thought it was some sort of porn or something like that. Yeah, no. uh, kind of. All right. Horror porn. <laughs> well, all right. So the movie that Greg chose was the 2014 movie As Above, So Below. Yeah. And that was Below, not So Blow. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, when a team of explorers ventures into the catacombs that lie beneath the streets of Paris, they uncover the dark secret that lies within the city of the dead. Uh, 6.2 on uh, IMDb. I don't see a meta score for that one. And then on Rotten Tomatoes, it didn't do as well. Mm. 39% audience score and 26% tomato meter. Hmm. Damn it, Greg. <laughs> I stand by it. Yeah, no, me but too. I mean, yeah. like IMDb, it did well. Mm-hmm. 6.2 yeah. is not bad. Um, but these ratings on Rotten Tomatoes, not so good. Hmm. Yeah. So who wants to start us off on this one? Well, maybe we should. Uh, is this the first time view for you? I've seen it before, but I watched it again and refreshed okay. my memory. And uh, for me, when I watched it again, it kind of took me out of it a little bit at one point because I noticed, hey, that's the guy from Superstore. Yep. That's the first thing I said, too, when I was watching that movie. Yeah, which I wouldn't have known last time because obviously Superstore wasn't around. Yeah. But this time through, there was a line said in the movie that made me connect it to something which I didn't connect it to before when we met a couple weeks ago. <clears throat> Uh, no, it, it's when we we're discussing our feature. Tom had said something in our thread about abandon all hope, ye who enter here. Yes. And he said something. He said, that's Dante's oh, Inferno. W- yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And I, I heard it here and I went, fuck. And it made me look at this movie completely differently because, yes, of course, it's about the, the nine circles of hell, Dante's Inferno. So I, I ended up going from t- being taken out of it just a little bit to being completely reabsorbed back into it. Nice. So uh, maybe we go with Greg and find out why he picked the movie he picked. We're on. Okay. Yeah, go Greg. <laughs> I want to make sure everybody had said their piece. Um, as I had mentioned before, this was a, uh, a recommendation from Mr. Joshua here after I had posted that I watched The Descent on our uh, horror movie marathon back in October. Um, I, I have been wanting to watch this. I was a little hesitant only because I knew it was a found footage film and found footage films have basically scarred me for life at this point. I've, I've seen maybe two good ones and that's really about it. So I avoid them if I can. If I watch them, I take it with a grain of salt and realize that it's probably going to be a pile of garbage. Um, I was very pleasantly pleased and surprised by As Above, So Below. Um, I, I feel like they they did everything correctly as far as a found footage movie should go to where it wasn't like super shaky cam. You could actually make out what was going on with the films. They weren't like running all the time. It was very slow and very methodical and very 
um, tension building, I felt. And that was what I really appreciated about it because it's, uh, like I had mentioned before, those stories that really kind of grip you and pull you into the uh, the movie that's going on. Um, that's where it that's where it really gets good, essentially. And I, I was into this movie as soon as they went into the uh, um, the catacombs, or at least the sewers, I guess, <clears throat> not the catacombs or the sewers to get into the catacombs. Right. Um, <clears throat> I I appreciated the. Uh, the character interaction between each other. It didn't feel fake or forced. Um, I, I felt a little bit of that in houses, October built and, uh, shit, there was another found footage movie. I was going to reference. Yeah. That other one, that other one will go. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I felt very, uh, I just, I was, I was entranced essentially. Um, every piece of the movie wanted me or just kept me hanging on like what, what's going to happen. Oh, they, they walked into this, this room and there's this old medieval soldier on the stone. What's the, what's the soldier guy going to do? Is he going to get up? Yeah. And just every little piece just kept pulling me further and further and further in. Um, <laughs> I, I got, uh, I got hit by that one where they were going down the tunnel mm-hmm. and it was the last guy up there. And you saw the thing walking behind him. Got me. Oh, okay. uh, it was, it was, I think it was the one jump scare that they had in there, but they played it really well. Are you considering this? Would you consider this found footage? Are you considering this found footage? Wouldn't you? <sighs> the, is the distinction of found footage, the fact that they lived at the end. So they had a, they were able to do this themselves, but everything that was filmed was from the cameras on their on their foreheads. Right. So yes, I would I would consider it found footage okay. because it doesn't have to be found by them; it's found right. by somebody. Okay, I would I would consider it found footage just just too. because that fact every single shot was from somebody carrying a camera, right? As opposed to a photographer, cinematographer, yeah, yeah, yeah. carrying the there camera. There weren't set shots; right. it was basically right. handheld the yeah. entire time. Yeah. So now I'm curious. Why do you ask that? Uh, I, I guess I didn't. I mean, I guess when I when I think of uh, found footage, I think of the 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 shaky cam uh-huh. and the just the 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 crazy way of, of going about shooting it. And again, the people that um, shot the footage. This was lost footage, and somebody came through and and found it, and you know discovered the footage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is something that, although yeah, shot by their own cameras uh, mounted on their helmets. Um, it just, it didn't feel when I was watching it, it still felt like uh, there was a cinematographer there filming and not, it, it just wasn't uh, the way it was shot. didn't feel like it didn't feel found footagey to me. To, to a certain extent, there was a little bit of a cinematic value and maybe that's what I more appreciated versus what a, a traditional found footage film would be because yeah you had to cut to certain uh helmet cams in order to catch what you were going to catch yeah um i feel like there was one part where but i mean like go ahead what wasn't i mean benji was there as a as a documentary filmmaker so i i felt maybe some of his shots could have been interpreted more as a more cinematic more cinematic Mm -hmm. but once he was gone i mean everything was a lot more frenetic mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. Cool. continue i didn't mean to interrupt no I, that was, I did 
<laughs> Dick. Sorry. Um, I I appreciated because you had mentioned this, you know, being down in the, the, the sewers and then the catacombs that they did get permission from the city of Paris to go down into the actual catacombs of Paris. Oh, so they shot on location. So they, they shot, shot on location. On yeah. location. Oh, the cool. piano that they brought in, they brought into the catacombs, all that stuff, the burning car they brought into the catacombs in order to do this. They got permission to do all of this yeah. in the catacombs. So when I saw some of these special effects that were happening there, uh-huh. I'm going, how the hell did they do that? Because you can't just mm-hmm. bust through the floor of the catacombs. You know, and things like that. So I'm wondering if there were some parts that were studio shot to match. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, the special effects in it were really, really good. Mm-hmm. They did say when I was watching the uh, the documentary on it that the, the filmmakers were talking about how some of the small spaces that you'd get into, you really felt like the ceiling part was going to fall in on you. Mm-hmm. Um and that was like a, a serious threat that like it was they had to coax some of the actors just to get into some of these spaces yeah. because they weren't sure if they were going to be crawling right. back out. Well, and I had I had read that Ben Feldman, the guy from Superstore, yeah. George, um, he's actually cla- claustrophobic. And there were times oh. where he oh, really? where he did have to sit down and calm himself before he could move on. Take a break. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Hmm. Could you imagine shooting in that location, though? Oh, that'd be awesome! Oh my god, talk about, talk about locations. Hi, Rachel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what What were your more your thoughts, Patrick? Um, I was just going to say, you know, it made me feel claustrophobic at times, and yeah. I'm I'm not necessarily a claustrophobic person, but oh. I guess when you're like when they're crawling through the bones and you've got this much space yeah. and stuff like that, that really got to me. Um, but I love the touches with the things like the piano, the phone, the car, mm-hmm. you know, just those things that were in there that were very personal to each one mm-hmm. of the characters because they did have to tell their story within those levels of mm-hmm. the circles of hell. And see, so, I didn't even catch, I didn't get, I didn't catch that. Well, it's so. been forever since I've yeah. read Dante's Inferno and that's, I think that's why I didn't catch it at first. Um, I played the video game. <laughs> I don't nice. read or play video games. Nice. <laughs> Um, played the video game. To me, it was a blend of uh, The Descent, mm-hmm. um, Blair Witch Project, and Indiana Jones. Okay, I can see that. Gotcha. Absolutely. I thought this was like the the older brother of The Descent, which it, it was just like a little bit better than The Descent. Much better than The Descent. Um, I love the, the mental head games that, the, that it played with you. The Descent was more of a, a gore... Um, Fest. Yeah, gore fest. Then this was more of a just as mentally. It, uh, it was very methodic. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't and it wasn't jump scare like uh, mental. It was just like uh, the imagery and just like the the tension um, was, it was, it was was more um, was more there. Uh, so uh, I um, fuck. I wrote notes. I just was ignoring them. Um, the one thing I did question that took me out was when she went back for that stone mm-hmm. and she did a trek in like two minutes, what took them a million years the first time. And I was like, okay, she's running and she's like, first of all, I couldn't climb the fucking rope in gym class. And she's like <laughs> going up that well. And she doesn't like 10 seconds and she's running and she's getting through all these things that, uh, the first time around were just like terrifying. And then she goes back and, and to get that stone and you miss all that stuff. 
And then she runs back again and she does this like, I mean, he should have bled to death by that point. Uh, for real. Right. You would yeah. think. Yeah. Um, so that was the only thing that kind of took me out was like this trek took two minutes and the first time it took forever. There, um, the, the one part that took me out, it was very early in the movie though. And he's interpreting Aramaic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's, he's looking at this on his iPad or whatever, his tablet, and he's reading Aramaic and it comes out as a perfect rhyme in English. Uh, and it's like, no, 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 no. You know, they had covered their bases on so many other things that they yeah. they they failed on that part. But that's that's the part that I thought was like, that's the stuff that I thought was really smart. Um, that that element of the movie, as far as like they have to, um, you know, uh, break down this language and to figure they, everything they, out. They and set then, up the myth and the legend yeah, for it, right? Um, and that's like the, those those little things that are just like not everybody thinks about that stuff. Yeah, people just want to jump right into the. The uh, the scare stuff and the gore and everything and these guys had those like tiny little details that they thought about before before getting into all the other stuff. So, uh, like I said, I, I I have not watched this movie in a really long time. Um, when Greg mentioned that he watched The Descent, I was like, oh, dude, if you like that, you should definitely check this out. Um, but then I'm glad it gave me an excuse to go back and check it out myself. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I and I've got a couple more things, yeah, but go, I, do it. but it's because I nerded out on this once I realized it was the whole Dante's Inferno thing. So I went through and kind of said, okay, they're on this level at this point, and how does this associate with okay, what the level you. was? So the first level is Limbo, and that's when they met Latope. He's the guy that was yeah, kind of yep. walking the, the one that, the, the guy that they yeah. had left behind on some other excursion, and mm-hmm. he thought he was dead and all this other stuff. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So he's wandering around these catacombs by himself. So of course that's Limbo, just walking around with nothing. Yeah. Um. Uh. Number two is Lust, and in, in the book, uh, in Dante's Inferno story, um, there was a deafening sound of the vortex, and that's when that super loud horn went off. Yeah, yeah. That, that oh, deafened yeah. them. Uh, they dropped down to the third level, which was gluttony, and you could hear all these growls and everything else. Well, in the third level, uh, in the book, uh, Cerberus the dog, the demon dog, was there growling uh-huh. and stuff like that. So that matched pretty well. <clears throat> they went down another level to greed, um, and that's when they made it into the room with the Philosopher's Stone. And they tried to get the treasure and all that other stuff, and of course they're punished for that. Fifth level was anger, um, which I couldn't quite line it up with anything. They dropped down to the sixth level, which is heresy. And I couldn't quite line that up with anything. Uh, seventh level violence. And that's when Susie, Susie is violently killed by Latope. Uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He just yeah. beats her head. her head. Yeah. Eighth level fraud. That's when Benji is killed. And we see the, 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 the woman with the baby. So that was never quite explained. Yeah. So, I'm thinking maybe was that in the car? No, or no, that was because there was a, that's the next level. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, because he he sees something before he falls. Baby. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was a woman with a baby that he saw before he fell. Oh, he was was he the last one? Benji was um, down ben, the well. Benji was the documentary guy. Okay, I'd have to go back and rewatch. Yeah, and it he then. and he fell and smashed hard because there was the. Uh, yeah, there was that was yeah that was him right um, the jump scare which mm-hmm. caused him to fall right okay no I do remember what you're talking about I'm sorry sure. go ahead continue um, 
And I don't know what the story is there because he never talked about anything in his past where some of the other characters did. Right. Uh, so you can only make some assumption if it was fraud that maybe, I don't know, something with him and some woman. Uh, but then the ninth level is treachery. And that had to do with Papillon uh, with the burning car because mm-hmm. he said something to the guy, blah, 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 blah. And it was something about like, it's not my fault or that wasn't my fault. That wasn't my yeah. fault, et cetera, et cetera. And, and here's a little touch that giving some trivia is people that are doing this for profit, uh, religious things and stuff for profit. Mm-hmm. They're called a certain thing. I can't remember the name, but they are punished by have, by being, turned upside down and the flames burning their feet. And then when he, so they've got the flames in there with the burning car. Mm -hmm. And then when he gets sucked into the ground, only his feet are sticking up out of the ground. Oh, jeez. Okay. So, so, I mean, they, they took, and then, and then also uh, there was reference to Satan sitting on the throne and there was that one guy all dressed in black sitting on the chair. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I totally nerd. Obviously, yeah, clearly. <laughs> but see, that's that's the nerded coolest. out on this. So, so to me, it's saying these are writers who took the time mm-hmm. to be smart about what they're yep. writing, and that's why that's what makes it a great film is because they, they took that time to be able to tell that story. Whereas, like, uh, I was looking at some found footage films, uh, Paranormal Activity. Mm-hmm. It was good, but it was jump scare. And there was there was really no substance to it. It was just okay. This is going to happen, and then this is going to happen, and then this is going to happen. There was no real story to it. It was just kind of there. Where this is, I love that mythology and that all the level, the different levels. Right. Like, I didn't even think about looking into that far. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so I'm almost tempted to go back, watch it again, and find those areas where I I didn't see anything mm-hmm. obvious. Um. So yeah. I mean, I super enjoyed this. Uh, what would you give it on a scale of, I don't know, what do we do? One to ten? Ten, yeah. All right, Greg? I give it a seven, five. So, all right. Yeah, I'm going so, seven. Seven? Yeah. And I gave it, uh, let's see, what did I say? I said seven as well. So I think we're unanimous across the board for that. Yeah. And you can check, I don't know if that's streaming anywhere or not. Actually, uh, I found it on HBO Go. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll probably yeah, actually end just, up going out and getting it. I own it. So yeah. Um, uh, I want to do plugs, but I want to mm-hmm. also talk about really quick. I know you're walking to started. Um, we are going to here in the next few weeks be dropping options for right. movies to let, um, our viewers or our listeners, or if not, if maybe, maybe it might end up being ourselves, um, <laughs> dropping some options for, uh, films that, you want to hear us talk about um, – I think what we're going to do, uh, the way we're going to go about it though is we're going to give a list of options and let people vote on those and then we'll watch whatever uh, film gets the most votes I guess. But, yeah. Um, I, I mean we might want to control like we put up the options yeah, and let yeah, them vote yeah. on it because uh, otherwise yeah. otherwise, I know that there's going to be someone out there saying that we need to watch uh, you know, yeah, I gotcha. things that Greg normally picks. Yeah. Um, Accurate. So um, <laughs> here in the next few weeks, just be looking for for that. We'll drop them on the Midnight Fright uh, website right. and probably the Midnight Fright cast and uh, maybe on the website and just say, hey, go check this out. Uh, vote. Drop us a message or a note and say, hey. Uh, uh, Matt's suggesting we vote to watch Night of the Hunter. So let it be written. So let it be done. 
Um, so we'll put we'll put As above, so below. We'll put uh, <laughs> we'll put Night of the Hunter on there because um, I know I want to see that. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to drop that out there as well that that, that will be coming soon as well. Um, plugs, Greg. I am Greg, the movie guy, the best movie reviewer you've never heard of. I write movie reviews with a positive spin, which you should be checking out. Recently, I posted the posts on Winchester and Marvel Comics, The Black Panther. If you are looking for some high quality movie reviews, jump on over to gregthemovieguy.com. I almost said blogspot. Yeah, you Greg, the movie guy.com. <laughs> I reverted. Yeesh. And uh, I, I try to put up a brand new one every week, and that's what I do. So, Greg, the movie guy.com. <clears throat> Patrick? All right. Well, I do have a plug, but unfortunately, I don't have all the information. You for didn't it. write it down? <laughs> well, I brought it up on the website because I would assume I could find all the information about it on the website. Uh huh. I'm doing a reading this weekend, this upcoming weekend. Uh, for the Angels Theater Company as part of their salon reading series. And it's this Sunday, and I'm looking at their website, and there's no other information other than it's this Sunday. Hmm. So... You can show yeah. up whatever time you want to. <laughs> there may be a reading or there may not be a reading. I can tell you where it's going to be. No, in fact, I can't even tell you where it's going to be because I don't know the name of the building. It's the it's the old Coke building on Randolph or F Street or wherever that is next to Lincoln High. So, yeah. Cool. So go to a Lincoln High for a reading sometime. <laughs> no, you can go to uh, uh, angelscompany.org and there's a contact number on there. Uh, we are doing a reading of a play called Copenhagen. Uh, and it's a, it was the winner of the 2000 Tony Award for Best Play, and it's about the mer- meeting of the German physicist Werner Heisenberg uh, and Niels Bohr and what is thought to have happened during that meeting shortly before the creation of the hydrogen bomb. So that, unfortunately, was my plug since uh, I don't have <laughs> all of the information. Uh. Uh, well, as always, you can check us out on Facebook at uh, Midnight Fright Films. You can check us out on the Midnight Frightcast. Uh, go to midnight, midnightfrightfilms.com. You find us on YouTube at Midnight Fright Films and on the Insta of Grams at Midnight Frights. I also want to start. It's February, so there's a, it's, it's, it's quite a ways away. But there's no better time than now to start plugging the Prairie Lights Film Festival, which will be in Grand Island at the Grand Theater, October 12th, 13th, and 14th. They've already dropped a few film announcements. Um, you can find them at Prairie Lights Film Festival on Facebook. And... Um, and, and and go check all that out. It's, it's I'm telling you right now. I've been there the last five years, uh, and it's just a really good time. Um, so just check out the Facebook page. Check out the films that have already been announced. It's gonna be. It gets better and better every year. So uh, yeah, please just uh, we'll we'll be plugging that from now until October. But uh, start now. Go check out the films that are being dropped. Right. And I was able to find more information on that. Salon reading that I'm in of Copenhagen. <laughs> Perfect. Sunday, February 4th, 2 o'clock at the Iron Trail Gallery. That is 643 South 25th Street, suite number 7. So there you yeah. go. That's that's that right there. 
Is that a ticket thing, Patrick, or is it, it show is, up? It is or? free. You show up, and I think they even supply cookies and Kool-Aid or something like that. And the cast. Uh, someone uh, told me there was going to be pie and Kool-Aid or something like that. Punch and pie. Punch and pie. <laughs> and you were talking about the just the cast also, so it's a great cast. You and it, and Dick Nielsen. Yeah, it's uh, Dick Nielsen, myself, and Paula, and I'm trying to remember her name because I don't think she took Bob's name when she got married to him. Oops. It is uh, Paula Ray. Cool. Yeah. And Bob Hall is pretty awesome, so you can yes. check his stuff out. Yes. That's all I've got. Yeah. Wrap it up, Patrick. Do right. better than Greg and I. I don't know that I can do better than Greg, Greg, Greg or you. Greg or I. Greg, Greg I see, I? I'm already fucking it up. So. Just, say, just say bye. <laughs> just say bye. No, so that's, uh, that's it for us today with the Midnight Fright cast. Uh, we'll be back in about two weeks because, uh, yeah, because that's what we do about every two weeks. So yeah. uh, have fun. Enjoy the movies you're watching. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Watch the Oscar Snaps next week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for all who watched.